bad movie Sunday, and a very Merry Christmas to all you humble listeners. <laughs> <laughs> happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Ramadan, uh-huh. Happy Winter Solstice, Happy Winter Soldier. <laughs> um, he wasn't very happy in that movie, though. <laughs> he never is. I think Kwanzaa. I don't know. This okay. is a Christmas movie. We're so... just naming holidays right now. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, if you couldn't tell by that <laughs> intro, um, we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie today. The, f- the first festive uh, movie we have for this month is All is Bright. Uh, if you haven't heard of that movie, like, there's there's a good reason. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's not a good movie. <laughs> also, but that's why we're here. You'll notice that uh, it's just the two of us in the studio. Just me, Amy. And me, Ashley. <laughs> and we don't have a guest. Um, we won't say why. <laughs> it's not because we don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not why. Uh, it's not because they all canceled <laughs> But you know what? We're just having a nice Christmas all in the family mm-hmm. with this episode of the podcast. All is, all is bright for us. Is it though? Because we did watch this movie. (laughs) And uh, that's the point of this podcast, is we watch bad movies, so you guys don't have to. Because you guys want to enjoy your Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to be watching this. No. (laughs) Please don't watch this. (laughs) We'll tell you about it instead. Mm -hmm. Just, this is a nice uh, snuggle up by the fire. Put that fireplace channel on, on your TV, if you don't have a fireplace. Get some hot cocoa. Put those little marshmallows on the top. Ooh, some peppermint sprinkles if you want to be a fancy bitch. Ooh, go to Starbucks, get their, they have some discounts this month where we're living. (laughs) I got that peppermint mocha, it was pretty sick. Oh, yes. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag please sponsor us. (laughs) We are poor students. And we love Starbucks. (laughs) Uh, but if you're already, you got your Snuggie, you're all good to go. Uh, the movie that we have is All is Bright, and let me read you the summary, because I can guarantee none of y'all have uh, heard of it. <laughs> uh, the IMDB summary says, While out on patrol, Dennis reluctantly takes a job selling Christmas trees with his old buddy Renee in order to make enough money to buy his estranged daughter the piano she's always wanted. Can I, uh... Uh, tell you a little confession here. Yeah. I have um, no clue who Dennis is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dennis is played by Paul Giamatti, mm. featuring his little walrus mustache. <laughs> and True. Renee is played by Paul Rudd. Our boy. Featuring his little cute little earrings. Oh, yeah. Paul Rudd looked so good in this movie. <laughs> Paul Rudd looking good was not enough to save this movie, though. No, sadly. But he did look very good. That but was the one upside to this movie. Paul Rudd always looks good, though. That's true. This is like an extension of the Paul Rudd is a thief cinematic <laughs> universe. Wait, this, this could be a prequel to Ant-Man. Oh, you know what? Do they say in the Ant-Man movies how he got into thieving? Yeah, they thievery? do. Oh. They said that... Uh, he was selling was Christmas him. trees with Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, so in my notes, I just have them down as uh, the Paul brothers. Ooh, <laughs> the ooh, Paul never, brothers. Ooh, hang on. <laughs> we don't want to associate with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is 
nothing to do with the Paul brothers. For real, for real. Um, Paul uh, squared. Paul, Paul two. Paul, Paul two. Paul squared. Paul squared. Uh, I just had them down as uh, Rod and Giamatti. I have PG and PR. So <laughs> very nice. Very. <laughs> and I think it was produced by Paul Giamatti's like wife or something. Yeah. Holy shit. God Paul. Damn. Uh, my dad was roasting this movie the whole time. <laughs> and let me just give you some tidbits <laughs> of some the of the things my dad said when we were watching this movie. Um, my favorite is, what year was this made? Before Paul Giamatti was a good actor? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> um, next quote. Uh, I like that scene. The scenery is so dead. Like they're <laughs> acting. <laughs> oh, I got more. Um, how are there still 50 minutes left? How is that possible? <laughs> and then at the end, after the movie is done, the credits are rolling. Honestly, wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. So thank you to my father for his amazing reviews. Mm. We don't even need to do this podcast. Thank you, all, Amy's father. <laughs> that's all you need to know about this movie. I agreed with every single one of those points except for the last one. <laughs> This was a bad movie. Oh, it was so bad. And we're going to get into it. We're going to roast this movie. We're going we'll to try to toast we'll this movie. We'll try to toast this movie. Because it's Christmas. we got to be nice, you we'll know? We'll toast it with some uh, some hot cocoa. Oh, yes, yes. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Yes. And don't worry, if you haven't seen it, we're going to break it down scene by scene. And if you do want to see it, you should stop now, go watch this movie for some reason, Spend your holiday watching this movie, and then come back and hear our thoughts, because there are going to be some spoilers. Which, there's not much to spoil. This movie is decently, it's like an hour and 50 minutes or whatever. It felt like triple that. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't think it needed 50 minutes of those. No, no, I think no. it could have just been an hour. I and think this could have been like the a... The plot wouldn't have changed. No, it could have been a short TV episode. Yeah. And just cut out half the movie and it would have been the same. What TV show do you think this episode would be? <laughs> well, not a not a good one. <laughs> no, not a comedy. No. It said on IMDb that this was a comedy. See, that's the thing. I feel like... The, it was um, a lie. <laughs> it was a very much a lie. From the poster, it's like mm-hmm. this very kind of bright, saturated, fun, comedy-looking poster. Yeah, I thought they were going to be stealing Christmas trees. I thought yeah. there were going to be some Christmas shenanigans. But it was just these two with their depressing lives. It was, They were just, like, bitching to each other. <laughs> like, yeah. the whole movie. They hated each other. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't the best and we'll tell you why all of our reasons let's get into it but before we do we have a drink for y'all a very festive christmas drink for your festive christmas selves okay so this is the white christmas margarita and let me give you the recipe real quick so you need four fourteen (laughs) fourteen you need fourteen ounces of can unsweetened coconut milk. That's Where do we go from here? Very fancy. Yeah, so let far. me tell you. Uh, 12 ounces silver tequila, 8 ounces triple sec, half a cup of lime juice, 2 cups of ice, 1 lime sliced into rounds, a lime wedge, sanding sugar for the rimming glass, and cranberries for garnish. So you combine the coconut milk, tequila, triple sec, lime juice, and ice in a blender blend until smooth 
And then uh, rim the glasses with the lime wedge and dip in sanding sugar. Pour into glass and garnish with lime and cranberries. That's so fancy. I know, oh and it gosh. looks good. Like, if you look it up, it looks very festive. It's like a nice white color with the red cranberries mm. on top. A little red, a little green. Mmm. Complimentary colors. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know, Ashley is a graphic design student. That's what they've been teaching her for four years. That's all that I've got. It's my very valuable uh, knowledge. Mm. Please hire me. I don't know that <laughs> complimentary colors. We love a little kindergarten lesson. <laughs> we only had a class, though, that was just... <laughs> Oh my god, did you ace it? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it was very difficult, but I managed to pass. Oh, thank I'm goodness. Don't worry. So you could <laughs> instill your knowledge on all of us. Yes. <laughs> on all you good people on mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, let's stop talking about <laughs> Oh, are you sure? We could talk for an hour and 50 minutes and it would be more interesting than this movie. Oh, purple and yellow. Oh, Boom. Really? Complimentary. Amazing. <laughs> Blue and orange oh what a twist (laughs) these are all the color combinations for schools in disney channel shows isn't purple and yellow the neds declassified or was that green and yellow something in yellow it was like these (laughs) super bright colors anyways i feel like complementary colors are just kind of colors that like you should not wear together (laughs) are they that complimentary (laughs) before we actually break down the movie to go with the drink that Amy just uh, oh, right. <laughs> told you, <laughs> we have a couple points to a drinking game where you can drink along either to our podcast or if you actually plan on watching the movie, which, you know, is up to you. You don't have to. <laughs> um, you can take some of these uh, points and have a better Christmas than you mm. would if you just watched this movie. Let's go back and forth. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah, my first point in the drinking game is whenever the daughter, Paul Giamatti's daughter, uh-huh. uh, is shown with the advent calendar. Oh, pops one open. Yeah, mm. I have I have one of the, that was my first one too. I have every time someone speaks French. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> I have every time a piano cover of a Christmas song is played. Oh, I have, so Paul Giamatti's ex-wife's name is Therese. So, Every time Therese calls Paul Rudd and you hear the ringtone, he's ah. like a specific ringtone. Okay. There is one scene where that happens like 20 times in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah. For that one scene, maybe just finish. like per scene. Yeah. <laughs> or you can just finish your drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll know the scene. <laughs> My last point is whenever Paul Giamatti steals something. That's all I had. So... Oh, very nice. nice. So you can either uh, pick a couple of those points, do all of them if you want to get really turned this Christmas. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, we're going to get into the movie. We're going to go over it scene by scene, break it down right now, I guess. And we will try to tell you, if you're not going to watch the movie, when these things happen. We do tend to forget, though. A lot of the time. Don't rely on us, (laughs) because we're not reliable people. Just sift throughout, and you'll catch up. (laughs) So it starts off with a long... Five-ish minute montage of Paul Giamatti walking. It's very exciting. Uh I was on the edge of my seat. (laughs) Walking in different places, same speed. He walked on the road. (gasps) Next scene? Walked on the sidewalk. (gasps) Then he was on a different road. (laughs) Then he was on a road next to a forest. Oh, very A road next to a highway. (gasps) Ooh, 
so high up. Oh, no. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> so why he's walking is because he was just let out of jail, and he's walking to his ex-wife's house. Um, and his ex-wife, they have a daughter together, and uh, apparently the ex-wife told their daughter that uh, he's dead. <laughs> Yikes. Paul is dead. Gia- Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is specific. dead. Yeah, she's like, oh, you died from cancer. And he's like, hmm, how did I know? And she didn't want the their daughter to, like, worry about him or, like, be too involved in her dad, like, doing crime or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's dead to her and to the daughter. How long did he say it had been? It was, like... Was it four years or four months that he'd been away? Oh my god, if it was four months. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're dead. <laughs> I think it was four years. Okay. So he's, um, he's been away for a while, but the wife doesn't really want anything to do with Paul Giamatti right now because he's he was in prison for, like, stealing some stuff. We never really got the full story. We kind of did later, and I'll talk about it later, and it was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll get to her. <laughs> but anyway, the wife has moved on. To Paul Rudd. She's got a new Paul. There's a new Paul in town. There's only room for one. And it's Paul Rudd. Clearly. Obviously. I mean, come on. Who doesn't want to be with Paul Rudd? They were both, both Paul Giamatti and Paul Rudd were both thieves beforehand. But um, Paul Rudd's gotten clean and Paul Giamatti (laughs) went to jail. And now uh, Therese, the wife, is gonna marry Paul Rudd. She's waiting for Paul Rudd to bring home that ring, to put a ring on it, as Beyonce would say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he bought her, like, a fridge or something, a new fancy fridge. She's living the good life with Paul <laughs> Rudd. <laughs> Don't you love when your SO gives you a fridge? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's one of those ones where you put the cup in the little thing and then the water comes out. Oh, oh very man. nice. It was Ooh. very high-tech. <laughs> He probably got it from Hank Pym, obviously. Of course. I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Paul Giamatti decides that in order to win her back, he needs to get straight again. So, he needs a job. He needs some He ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, uh, they really gotta, like, hammer down the fact that they're in Canada. They're oh. in Quebec. <laughs> and they show us by... You know, he has to, for no reason, pick a loony off the ground. It's like a like a good five second, like longer than it needed to, just shot of the loony on the sidewalk. And a he, loony, <laughs> by the way, for anyone not in Canada, is our one dollar coin. Oh yeah, yeah. And he has to say things like, "Meet me at the Timmy's." Oh, <laughs> did he actually? <laughs> he did. Oh yeah. Shout out to Timmy's. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, just like their road signs were all very Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... <laughs> they just kind of mentioned Canada a lot. A lot. Which I was, like, kind of living for and kind of, it's too much, Yeah, you know? they're from Quebec. Like, all of their signs were in English, though. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> like, when's the last time you've been to Quebec? Have you been... I went once, but it was, like, I went to Ottawa. And you know how Ottawa is, like, half in Quebec, half mm-hmm. in Ontario or whatever? And we just kind of, like, crossed the bridge to Quebec for, like, a day. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all of Quebec oh, that man. I've seen. I've been to Quebec City a couple times. It's, like, it looks super old and it's really nice. And people make it very clear that they don't like you speaking English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> don't speak 
can't speak English. <laughs> no. And then they also don't like it when you speak your shitty school <laughs> learned you French. Can't speak you just can't speak in Quebec. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they have no problem in this movie. Because uh, yeah. Paul Giamatti, like, he lives in Quebec, but everywhere he goes, he's like, uh, can you uh, speak English, please? And they're like, oh, sorry, um, I mean, whatever, and then they say it. <laughs> That's not how it'd be in real life. No, they'd be like, hey, fuck you! <laughs> That's a little Italian. Oh, yeah, Maybe yeah, not yeah. like that. <laughs> but both Paul Giamatti and Paul Rudd are, like, very English speakers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and then when they do do their super heightened Quebec accents. They sound a little bit Irish. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it was uh, not good. <laughs> was that your French? That was like, came out a little more Swedish than I intended. <laughs> Me and my dad, we keep quoting this one SNL skit, and it's like, have you seen that episode? It came out recently with David Harbour as the guest. On SNL from Stranger uh, Things. <laughs> I sent you his apartment tour. Yeah. But <laughs> there's this one sketch where he's playing this old Italian grandmother. I haven't seen that. And Kate McKinnon is playing the old Italian grandfather. <laughs> and their three grandkids come over. Let me just explain this whole SNL skit because I oh, love yeah. it. We got time. This is a short movie. <laughs> their three grandkids come over. And um, they're making pasta for the grandkids. And they start to get a little hot in the kitchen. The grandkids are like, ooh, don't know if I like that. And they're like all up on each other. And then Kate McKinnon, as the old grandpa, (laughs) has this one line that me and my dad keep quoting like all the time now. And it's, when you tell me my pasta sauce is too thin and it makes my thing work again. (laughs) And I fucking love it. But then whenever, like, something bad happens, we're always like, that'll make some my thing work again. (laughs) Anyways, I can't do French, and that's the best Italian I can do. Oh, I've been taking French on Duolingo for, like... Oh, I see you haven't been keeping up your streak, Ashley. (laughs) I'm at a solid zero days (laughs) recently. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't really trust myself mm. to go to Montreal. You know what? I'm at 200 something days of Italian. I saw that! And it's a making my thing a working. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, but we don't really need to worry about uh, French or, or Montreal or anything so much because most of the movie doesn't take place there anymore. Because yeah. the job that Paul Giamatti ends up getting is he meets up with his old buddy, Paul Rudd. Mm -hmm. First of all, he's super mean to him, and he punches him in the face. He's like, that's for stealing my wife, and punches him in the face. That's fair. And then Paul Rudd, he like bullies Paul Rudd into giving him a job, and (laughs) Paul Rudd has to fire this other guy that he was going to do the job with. Which, why couldn't they all go together? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's only a two-man job, but like, who fucking (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the whole ride the whole drive to new york paul rudd by the way the job is selling christmas trees in new york right the whole drive there paul rudd is just like trying to be nice and like talking and maybe he talks a little too much but paul giamatti just got a job from him so i think he can put up or shut up (laughs) and then paul giamatti's like shut up man like i can't listen to you like blah 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 and paul rudd's like 
yoinks. <laughs> this fucking dude, maybe I should have taken the other guy. Yeah, here, here's the thing about this movie is Paul Rudd is like the sweetest guy. Yeah. Right? We love Paul. Anything, that's the reason we chose this movie, because we love Paul Rudd. I thought it was going to be a lot better because yeah, of Paul Rudd. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't raise uh, it up quite no, enough to save unfortunately. it. Unfortunately. But, um... You kind of don't like his character because he stole Paul Giamatti's wife, mm-hmm. but you also don't like Paul Giamatti's character because he's, he's a an asshole. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no one really to like in this movie. They're just the worst. <laughs> and then they introduce like one other character other than the the wife and yeah. the daughter. And uh, I don't really care about her either. You do, that's you don't really care about anyone. There's like this movie is very like it, it tries to be very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. But you kind of, uh, don't care. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> no, no, no. There's so, this, yeah. So Paul Rudd won't stop talking. They have a little argument. Then they have to stop at the border patrol to get into the U.S. And then Paul Giamatti just got out of jail. So he can't leave the area. So he has to stay in the, in the trunk or mm-hmm. whatever with the trees. And then he steals... The parole, not the parole, the border patrol guy's wallet. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> By the way, take a shot because he stole something. Oh, yes, yes. But he's like hiding? The the border patrol guy came in the back of the truck with all the trees and where Paul Giamatti's hiding to like try to see if they're like smuggling anything across the border because I guess Paul Rudd looked suspicious. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He was talking a lot like he's yeah. hiding something, I guess. Um, and Paul Giamatti's, like, hiding at the bottom of this stack of trees. It's, like, a, supposed <laughs> How to be... How do you get at the bottom, first I of all? don't know. <laughs> trees are very heavy. Yeah. Um, Maybe they did need that third guy to lift up <laughs> yeah, the trees yeah, yeah. so he could get under the tree stack. Um, this is supposed to be, I think, like, a fairly dramatic scene. Or, like, yeah. a tense scene. But it's... Wasn't really. Wasn't really. Because it's only like 10 minutes in. We know he's not going to get caught right away. What's the other hour and a half? Him in jail again? Like, come on. (laughs) Movie's done. (laughs) But yeah, he just decides to like, you know, I'm hiding and I might get caught. But also, gotta steal this guy's wallet. Yeah. And it was like, so, like, you could clearly see his hand coming out of the trees. Mm -hmm. Anyways. I thought that scene wasn't super necessary, and then they have a scene like that when they go back into Canada. Yeah. Um, also, nothing happens, no one gets caught there. Tension for no reason. Kind of useless. They make it into New York in any case. Mm-hmm. And they set up shop um, on this, like, kind of sketchy street. And across the street is a super nicer tree farm. (laughs) (laughs) They've got lights. They've got bows. They got got signs. Nicely painted signs. Mm -hmm. Um, And meanwhile, Paul Giamatti and Paul Rudd are like like, sitting on cardboard, (laughs) (laughs) looking homeless, (laughs) surrounded by these shitty ass trees. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like, mad that they can't sell any trees. I'm like, why would you think people are going to come and buy your trees when you look that sketchy? (laughs) Oh, and there's also this part which has no significance whatsoever where um, their tree lot is across from an apartment building and Paul Rudd has these binoculars and he's looking at this naked lady changing in one of the apartments and he says this one line (laughs) and it's, oh man, Look at those naked, 
Jigs. <laughs> First of all, there was a long ass pause. <laughs> Second of all, he didn't say jugs. He said jigs. Like oh, a dance. Oh, do a jig for us, won't oh. you? Oh. oh, do a little Irish jig. <laughs> jig. Yeah, look at those naked jigs, my dude. I have to say, I have... She uh, was not doing a naked jig, by the way. She was just standing there. Is jigs, like, uh, Quebecois slang for jugs? No, not one that... <laughs> they just pronounced it wrong. <laughs> I, uh, I have never heard that one before. Also, they don't have accents at all. Unless they <laughs> no. really wanted to play it up. But otherwise, um, they don't have accents. No. Oh, I was just looking up <laughs> Quebecois slang in oh. general. Do you want me to teach you some? Oh, please do. Okay. So, um, what the heck? These are just... This isn't slang. It's like greetings and salutations. Bienvenue. <laughs> yeah, we know that one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now ignore my horrendous <laughs> Quebec accent or lack thereof. But, uh, let me teach you some slang. <laughs> Check-moi, donc, le gas pissant. Look at that hot chick. Oh, that is not <laughs> what I thought that meant. <laughs> I thought that meant catch me at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, ooh. <laughs> Qu'est-ce que tu fais en hiver de voir des beaux yeux de même? What do you do in winter to have such beautiful eyes? <laughs> Is that different than their summer eyes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a real sexy one. La Gaidi Onez. He has a running nose. <laughs> wow, we love a man with a running nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know how to pronounce this. L.A. A manger pour vietard. She's equipped to stay up late. Oh my god, this is some tea. This is the last one I'm gonna do, but this is like when you need some tea for like a distraction or something. All you gotta say is, il a cassier à voisine en ballon. He had sex with the neighbor and got her pregnant. <laughs> I guess this happens a lot in Quebec that they had to include it on a page of slang terms. <laughs> wow. wow! Wow! Oh my god, this could tell a story. Like, first you say, she's equipped to stay up late. Oh, no, yeah. first you say, look at that hot chick. Oh yeah. Then she's equipped to stay up late. Oh yeah. And then he had sex with the neighbor and got her pregnant. It's like a. And he has a runny nose, by the way. <laughs> Which means that uh, he's a hot guy. Or just that he has a runny nose. Oh, no, it's just because it's winter, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what does he do in the winter to have such beautiful eyes? Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, um, if you ever find yourselves in... Is this French slang or just Quebec slang? Quebec slang. If you ever find yourself in Quebec, Canada, feel free to use any of these slang terms. To or get just yourself... when you're talking with your friends and they don't... You're trying to impress someone. <laughs> And you say, he had sex with a neighbor and got her pregnant. Ooh, people will think you're so cool. You yeah. got all the tea. If you mix up that one and the one with the eyes, like, nobody's going to know the difference. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Paul Giamatti and Paul Red, they set up shop right next to this Christmas tree vendor that's uh, much better than them. Mm -hmm. And their response is to... Um, Rough them up. Go be... <laughs> Paul Red has this, like kind of great line. 
I will say, where Paul Giamatti is like really mad that the people across the street are like uh, better than them. Mm-hmm. So he like goes over <laughs> acting all tough. He's like gonna go beat him up or whatever. And Paul Rudd's like, oh no, Paul Giamatti, don't go beat him up. No, don't do that. No. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless, ooh, no, you can't beat him up. No. Huh? <laughs> no, that's wrong. We can't do that. <laughs> no, that would be so no, fucked no. up. Like, we can't. Nope. <laughs> uh, so he does do that, and it works. And the other tree guy goes away because he tries to like kill him with a <laughs> a tree saw. <laughs> and I gotta, he threatens him. I gotta say that the the guy that they threatened to kill was uh, American because they're yeah. in New York, and he was from Vermont though. But he was so much more Canadian yeah. than our two main Canadian characters. Who don't sound Canadian at all. No, no, they, no. If they, if they do sound Canadian, they sound like we do, like they're from Toronto or something. <laughs> um, definitely not Quebec. <laughs> but the Vermont guy sounded very mm-hmm. <laughs> So Vermont guy is not an issue anymore because Paul Giamatti roughed him up. He gave him a piece of his mind, tried to kill him with a tree saw. Everything's good now. Oh, yeah. Also, for some reason, there are only two people working at this tree lot. Paul Giamatti and Paul Rudd. And uh, Paul Rudd is not there for half of the time. Yeah, he just, like, goes off and does whatever the hell yeah. he wants. Like, I don't even know what he's doing. And, uh, obviously, because Paul Rudd's, like, not there. And then like, he's complaining, like, why don't we have any tree sales? Like, yeah. It's like, dude, because you're not there to it's, sell the trees. Isn't it selling? Like, <laughs> it was like a whole montage of them trying and failing to sell Christmas trees. Yeah, but the way that they try to sell Christmas trees is they, like, go up to people, like, crossing the street. They're like, tree, tree, tree. You want, you want a tree? You want a tree? <laughs> and that may sound like a dramatization, but that's literally mm-hmm. what the, they just shout, tree, tree. <laughs> Uh, by the way, that's, like, my biggest fear. Like, Someone shouting the word tree at you over and over? <laughs> Trees, in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunate, because like... we're <laughs> in Canada. Uh, when people are, like, uh, trying to sell you stuff on the street. Oh, my God. You gotta do that awkward. You gotta, like, yeah. I, like, cross the street to avoid them, man. <laughs> I hate that so much. Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, one woman who uh, flat out turned down. The girl from The Shape of Water. Oh! Yeah. Is that why she looked familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh. Russian in this, or Polish or something. Was she not in The Shape of Water? No, she didn't talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen The Shape of Water oh. yet. <laughs> she didn't talk in that movie. Right. Um, I think she's British in real life. Oh, okay. But she's like Russian or something in this movie. Uh, Paul Rudd tried to sell her a tree, and she like flat out turned him down. Yeah. But then Paul Giamatti she tries comes to crawling back to the tree lot. This oh. time, Paul Giamatti is there, and he manages to sell her one. Kind of, because <laughs> he's like, "Well, I gotta wait for the other guy to come back before I can deliver mm. this tree to your house." And she's like, "Okay, whatever. Don't get paid then." <laughs> so she goes back to her house, and then when Paul Rudd comes back, then Paul Giamatti delivers the tree and gets the money, and um, falls asleep in her house. <laughs> Yeah. Also, when he goes to deliver the tree to her, he finds out uh, she's a super rich. Or okay. At least, okay. We got to talk about this because this was confusing as oh, I no. <laughs> did not know what she was. Was she? Because when he delivered the tree, she's in this super big house with like all this fancy shit in it. 
and she kept talking about dentists like she was one, but also like she wasn't one. She kept talking about like, oh, the dentist, the dentist, but like she was also kind of hating on dentists, and she was like, I hate dentists, but also this is places for dentists. So first I was like, is she married to a dentist that she hates? (laughs) But that's not the case. You find out, uh, like at the end of the movie, that she is like a housekeeper for family where the breadwinners are dentists. <laughs> she just, like, works for them, I, I guess. guess so. And then also is house-sitting for them over yeah. the holidays I was something? super confused because only in the very last scene did she dress like a housekeeper. And before, she dressed super rich. Yeah. So I was like, what is going on with this lady? I was Because I thought this was her house for, like, yeah. half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was very confusing. But then she hated... All these fucking dentists that we... We never see the dentist people. I thought she was a dentist. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and she hated her job or something. I don't know. It was like really fucked up. It was like weirdly written, the dialogue. Yeah. I think Paul Giamatti was like confused too because he's like, mm, that's boring. Peace. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, fell asleep. <laughs> and then he wakes up. And um, they kind of like start to bond over mm-hmm. over scenes. He, she kind of like comes back and sees him every once in a while. Also, this whole movie, he's like still struggling with his ways of crime. He, oh, like, starts... also he steals a like a crystal bowl or something from the and, house. And so. some troubles. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, so take another drink for another ah, stealing. Yes. Um, yeah. He like he steals like a, a cinnamon roll or something. Uh huh. From... A store? <laughs> not not Tim's, because it's... The no, same no, 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 no. So he's, like, still struggling with needing to steal stuff most of the movie. But Paul Rudd, he's going straight. Mm-hmm. He's going on the good path. Yes. He is going to go to the good place. Oh, Maybe. Yes. <laughs> um, Kristen Bell, where are you at? Yeah, where are you at? Ted Danson? <laughs> um, also, the... I call her just the rich lady, but if she's not... Anyway, the lady we just talked yeah. about. Uh, the Russian lady. She makes Paul Giamatti, like, clean himself up, because he kind of looks homeless. Yeah. The first <laughs> she did it. <laughs> she was like, after they met up a couple times, she's like, we're friends, right? He's like, yeah. And then she's like, friend, you really smell. <laughs> He's like, hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not where I thought that was going. Some of the dialects, there are a few lines that are... Funny in that I didn't expect them. Yeah. Like, um, there's this one part where they're fighting, and I think Paul Giamatti says it to Paul Rudd, or the other way around, and he's like, Therese was right about you. Or Paul Rudd says it to Paul Giamatti, I don't know. So, mm-hmm. Therese was right about you. You're a criminal with a small dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. And then um, Paul Giamatti... <laughs> I think it's talking to Paul Rudd, or it could be the... You know what? Who fucking cares? One of them says to the other, you know, you really are a dumb, dumb fuckhead, Renee. <laughs> With that pause With that too. long pause in the middle. <laughs> also, I gotta say, I did kind of, like, laugh when they were trying to sell trees, just because also it was so unexpected that yeah. they were, like... Trying to have the yelling different... tree at people. Yeah, just that first time that they do that, where there's someone crossing the street and they just go... And then you can hear the people like making fun of them as they're walking with tree tree. Anyways, they realize that their methods are not working. Yeah. So they decide to play up their Quebecoisness 
and really get into those, dig deep into those accents mm-hmm. that they're not super good at. Except only Paul Rudd. Yeah. Paul Giamatti, like, doesn't care. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, you, you go for that. <laughs> and because, uh, you know, th- this movie takes place over the month of December, I think, mm-hmm. and they show Paul Giamatti's daughter every once in a while, just, like, Drink. counting down the days <laughs> yeah. um, on her advent calendar. So closer to, like, the middle-ish end of December, when it's getting closer to Christmas, uh, the Christmas rush is starting because people mm. are getting desperate for those trees. So they start to actually sell more trees at this point. I forgot what her name is, but the rich girl who's not rich... Russian girl. Russian girl. <laughs> comes back and she's like, can you fix the tree to apology your mind? And uh, he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, Something's wrong with the tree. So he goes to her house. Um, and then I don't know if that's the scene where she takes him afterwards to the piano store. Oh, or yeah. there's some scene where she he talks about wanting to get a piano for his daughter. And she has been playing piano every time he's been at the house. But she's been playing piano on like a cardboard Sheet of cardboard. The daughter. The daughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they super sad. A real piano. Uh, so the rich girl, who's not rich, takes him to a piano shop. And I was confused because the guy who works at the piano shop, she was like, oh, let's say his name is Michael. Michael, good to see you. And then she kisses that guy. Like on the lips. On the lips. But then I I thought, oh, I thought there's going to be something with her and Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Because Paul Giamatti's ex-wife is, like, super not into him anymore. She's all about that Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, As we all are. But then we never see that guy again who works in the piano store. And yeah. nothing happens between Paul Giamatti and the girl, even though they set it up for stuff to happen. It was very confusing because I... Kind of, I kind of liked that nothing really happened between them because it's very rare in movies to uh-huh. have like a platonic male-female relationship without anything romantic happening. Yeah. So I was like, oh, are they going to do that? But the thing is that they set it up in the first like half of the movie for there to be a romantic relationship. They're, at least the Russian girl is very obviously flirting with him. Yeah. Right? But then they don't go anywhere with it. But then she also has this boyfriend or something. That, that... was mentioned once and then never again. <laughs> At the piano shop? Yeah. It was very confusing because uh, she was obviously like very happy to see him. They were together, uh-huh. I guess. But then she's also still kind of flirting with Paul Giamatti, but you're like, is it just the way it's written? Is she actually yeah. flirting? It was super confusing because they kind of set it up. You're like, oh, okay, Paul Rudd's going to keep the wife and Paul Giamatti's going to get with this Russian girl. Not the case. No. Spoiler alert, he's just sad at the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also, Mm -hmm. Paul Rudd has this ex-wife. Right. Marie. Marie. Or, not ex, they're still married. But but they're in the process of getting a divorce. Yeah. And he gets a call about the divorce, or like, it was finalized, or like, he's waiting for her to sign the papers or something like that, so he can marry Therese. It was like he, um, this whole time he's been saying, oh yeah, I'm going to marry Therese, Paul Giamatti's wife, Mm. I'm going to marry her, all I need is for Marie, my ex-wife, to um, sign the divorce papers, Mm. and then I'm good to go, I just need her to sign the divorce papers. And then finally he gets a call from her being like, okay, I found someone else, I'll sign the divorce papers now. And, and then he gets, gets mad or, yeah. like, sad or he something. He gets, like, super depressed and leaves for, like, 20 minutes of the movie. I know. <laughs> and then he's just, like, drinking in this restaurant. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and so he's not there at the tree farm for, like, half the fucking movie. Paul Giamatti, by the way, doing great. Selling yeah. trees by himself. Left Didn't even right. need no Paul Rudd. And then Paul Rudd uses their tree money to buy a ring for Therese. And Paul Giamatti's like, oh, I think we're short a couple grand. Do you know where where it might have went? And Paul Giamatti, like, pulls out this ring. Um, it's like a diamond ring, and Paul Giamatti's like, she doesn't even like diamonds. And Paul Rudd's like, shit. <laughs> Um, they're, they're kind of, like, switching places sort of at this point. Because Paul Giamatti is getting better, uh-huh. and Paul Rudd was kind of getting worse. Uh-huh. Ooh, I didn't care that much to notice, but I'm glad that you <laughs> that did. There, there's also this scene where they're fighting. I think it was about the ring and the money and yeah. how he took the money to get the ring. And they're fighting in front of these customers who are, like, getting involved. That was the best scene of this movie. <laughs> I hated this movie, but that one scene was... So good because those two uh, actors, it was like these two like young teen, teen guys. guys. Um, they were the best characters in this movie. Paul Giamatti was like yelling at Paul Rudd, yeah, and they're like, "Hey, man, don't yell at Paul Rudd like that." And then they find out that Paul Rudd stole Paul Giamatti's wife, and they're like, "Hey, man, that's really shitty of you. You stole his wife. <laughs> yeah. Now we're on that guy's side." <laughs> um, they were great. Yeah. Shout out to those two actors. <laughs> <laughs> the best. <laughs> And I think this scene is where we get their backstory about when they used to be thieves and they were this working. This is the Paul's backstory, the not Paul. those two random teenagers. No, 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 we don't care about those two anymore. <laughs> but their backstory is that Paul Giamatti and Paul Rudd were going to do a safe-cracking job yeah. together. And Paul Rudd was the safe-cracker. Mm-hmm. And Paul Giamatti got a call from him that night saying, I can't do it. Something happened. I don't know what happened. Um... So Paul Giamatti, like, went to do the job by himself without his safe cracker. And that's why he got arrested, because he got caught. And I'm like, why would you go? And that was, their whole <laughs> argument was, uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. <laughs> hey, you know, my, uh, Paul Giamatti, it makes my thing work again. <laughs> I'm walking here, Paul Giamatti. Hey, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Wow, we just, like, raced through all the accents we know in the span of three seconds. He's mad at Paul Rudd because Paul Rudd didn't show up that night. But Paul Rudd is mad at Paul Giamatti because he was like, I literally told you I'm not going to be there, and you went anyway. I, I'm kind of signing with Paul Rudd on this one. <laughs> Gotta say me too. Because why would you go to a safe-cracking job without your safe-cracker there? Mm-hmm. Makes absolutely no sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he ditched him, like, during the job... Then that's a different story. Yeah. But that didn't happen. <laughs> or if he ditched him and didn't tell him about it. Yeah. But he called him, being like, hey, I'm not going to show up. And, and then Paul Giamatti's like, okay. But then four years later, he's like, actually, I'm not cool with it. Paul. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> but despite that, um, after that, the rest of the movie, they kind of start to bond again. A little bit. But there's also some scenes where Paul Giamatti misses... Paul Giamatti, now you got me saying like that. Where he misses Therese, and there's one scene where he, like, goes to a payphone, and yeah, yeah. he calls the operator, and the operator's like, oh, who should I say is calling? And he's like, um, whatever Paul Rudd's name is. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the ex-wife gets on the phone and it's like, oh, hey... She's, like, sweet-talking him, mm-hmm. and he's like, ooh, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> he yeah. And he gets mad. But, like, you said your name was his name, so what did you think was going to happen, my dude? Yeah. Anyways, Paul Giamatti is just 
you know, this this whole movie, I was like thinking about, you know, at the end of the Amazing Spider-Man two, mm-hmm. I think, where he was gonna. They set him up to play Rhinoceros. Yeah. And um, I was like, how the heck is Paul Giamatti going to play Rhinoceros? He's just like the the sidekick guy. And then in this movie, he got like angry a lot. I'm like, that's how Paul Giamatti <laughs> should have played Rhinoceros. Ooh, I get it now. I could have seen that vision. That is that what his name is? Or is it the Rhino? Or like, I don't even fucking know. I was playing I was the Spider-Man like, game and he was in it. Oh, Not Paul really? Giamatti. <laughs> the Rhino guy. Yeah. He scared the shit out of me. There's this part in the game where he's, like, charging at you, and you have to, like, what are they called? The Oh, matador? Yeah, you have to, like, kind of matador him. (laughs) And then, so then I was playing with my sister, and, like, we went into this tunnel, and then we're like, oh, I think the coast is clear. And then we got out of the tunnel, and he was, like, right there. (laughs) Jump scaring us. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, I'm like, damn, Paul is sneaky. (laughs) I imagined him as Paul Giamatti the whole time. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. (laughs) But then there was this one dude that they sold a Christmas tree to that was blind, Mm -hmm. or so we thought, because um, later in the movie, now I guess, (laughs) um, they get a knock on their trailer door and it's the blind guy being like, hey, it's the blind guy. And uh, he's not blind. And then he robs them. And he takes their box of money, and the ring is also in the box of money. And he's like, peace, suckers. And they made, like, what they said, like, a ridiculously high number. Yeah. Like 20 grand yeah, or something? Yeah, our Christmas trees. And um, it's all gone. It's all gone. The ring is gone. Paul Rudd is crying. He has a he's, breakdown. He has a fucking mental breakdown, because he's like, I can't go back to Therese with nothing. Like, I need money, or I need yeah. a ring. Like, I need something. And, oh, also the not-blind guy kind of fucking beat him up a little bit, <laughs> so he's bleeding. And they both just kind of break down. And this is when they basically sold all their trees. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, they got a nothing. nothing. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Wow, in sync. <laughs> Justin Timberlake? Is oh. that you? You're oh. one Paul and I'm the other Paul. <gasps> well, you're Paul Red. What? I can be <laughs> You know what? Are you are you Paul Rudd? Cause I love you, man. <gasps> that was so smooth. Oh, thanks, man. Um, That's a good movie. If you want to see like a good Paul Rudd movie, what? watch I Love You, Man. I'll be Paul Rudd, and you be Jason Segel. Oh no. <laughs> what is up, Jobin? I don't remember the lines enough for that. There's this one part where I think it's. Jason Siegel trying to be cool, or yeah. Paul Rudd is trying to be cool, and he's like, he wants to give him, like, I think Jason Siegel wants to give Paul Rudd, like, a little nickname, like, after their second, like, kind of man date, um, <laughs> he wants to give him a little nickname, so it's like, hey, see you later, Jobin, <laughs> and Paul Rudd's like, Jobin? He's <laughs> like, yeah, never mind, you know what, never mind, it doesn't matter, forget I said anything, never mind. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> uh, that's a good movie. I love that oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Pauls lost all their money because this uh, not blind guy. Not the Pauls. Paul squared. Paul not, squared. Not the Paul brothers. They you, they're still right. loaded. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. Yeah. So Paul squared lost all their money. Got it stolen. Mm-hmm. Robbed them blind. Mm-hmm. Except not blind. blind. <laughs> 
So to make up the money, because uh, Paul Rudd's having like a breakdown, and he's like, I can't go back without anything uh-huh. to Therese. So uh, Paul Giamatti calls up Russian lady from before. Yes. He's like, hey, do you mind if we rob your house? Which isn't your house. The house that you're house-sitting? I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm still guessing. I don't know for sure. Still kind of confused on that And part. she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> she's of like, course. <laughs> I'll leave the back window open. And then they go inside the house, and immediately Paul Rudd goes for, like, a safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paul Giamatti's like, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, I'm safe cracker. I'm cracking the safe. That's why I'm here. Yeah, that's what you got mad at me for not doing last time. Paul Giamatti's like, I don't want you to crack this. Are you stupid? Like, And Paul Rudd's like, what are you talking about? And Paul Giamatti is like, nah, we're going to steal the piano. Obviously. Yeah, Paul Rudd's like, I'm out of here. He's like, no, 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 no. You owe me for not showing up last time, I guess. Paul Rudd's like, mm, does that make sense? But I guess I'll do it anyway. But I think in the end he does it because the piano is for... His the, daughter. Yeah. Because the daughter has, like, always wanted a piano or something. Mm-hmm. And they they do this whole thing where they, like, take apart the piano and they lower it through the window. Whatever. They get the piano. Uh-huh. But they don't open the safe either. Yeah. If you're there already. You have a safe cracker this time. And the, the cops are outside in the next scene being like, oh, everything was, like, roughed up. It was, like, a B&E. And then they stole the piano. I'm like, might as well. Steal all the rest of the shit. They knew that stuff was stolen. Yeah. <laughs> Just take the stuff in and the safe. It wasn't the girl's stuff, so she didn't care. Yeah. Man. They could have gotten that money back, but uh, they don't. Ah, uh, they super dumb. They could have even, like, taken the furniture. Yeah, like, sold that. Dude, come they on. Had, like, like uh, modern art and stuff on yeah. the walls. Sell oh anything. Oh my god. Jeez. Then they have to assemble the piano back together, but not inside the house. No, no, no. no. Why would you do that? (laughs) Outside the house. In the snow. In the snow. On the front yard. Mm Mm-hmm. A grand piano. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure that would, like, fuck it up, right? On the inside? Like, if you get water in it, it's gonna rot, because it's wood. They're gonna have to assemble it inside at some... Because it's gonna get, like, condensation in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yikes. Oh, that's bad, dude. But then the little girl's like, mm, I love it. And she starts playing the piano. In the and, snow. And then Paul Rudd goes over to Therese and they're like sitting together and having a family moment. And then Paul Giamatti's just like lurking behind the <laughs> truck like, mm, okay, well, I guess we're all good here. I'm a go. Mm-hmm. And he walks away sadly and that's the end of the movie. The thing is, like when the little girl, the daughter, goes outside and sees the piano on the front yard, she's like, oh, the piano. She like goes over to, to play it. But both Paul Rudd and Paul Giamatti are, like, in full view of her. And does she not still think that her dad, Paul Giamatti, is dead? Does she just not see him standing there? <laughs> she just, there? like, didn't see him. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, like we said, it's a kind of a long-ish movie. It's, like, a, an hour and 50 minutes. And it felt so long. It felt so long, my guy. Nothing basically I... happened. They went to New York, stole some trees, stole a piano and that was it could do that in less time than that snl skit skit about the uh and making my thing work again about the noodles <laughs> yes. when you say my pasta sauces are too thin and it makes my thing work again <laughs> i don't know what to say about this movie i have no other thoughts i think my dad summed it up in those <laughs> brilliant reviews it was like 
I found that it was like weird. It was, not only was it like ridiculously boring and dragged out and mm-hmm. should have been much shorter than that, but it was like the directorial choices were kind of strange. Like, okay, what they do here is most of the movie, there's, like, no music besides, like, occasional piano covers Uh of uh, Christmas songs. Take a shot. (laughs) But the music only shows up for, like, a minute, and then it stops, and then it's, like, eerily quiet while things, while people are talking or whatever. And then the music will show up for, like, another 30 seconds and then go away. And it's, like, the weirdest choice. Mm -hmm. It's also just the movie is very, like slow like ridiculously slow and like what was the message i feel like it was trying to have a message but i don't know what it is like life sucks at christmas is that what it is christmas it's okay to steal your friends wires and pianos (laughs) (laughs) huh well it just from like the description right the description of the movie is like two guys get up to some heists and hijinks. Oh. oh, Justin Timberlake is back, <laughs> baby. I thought it was gonna be more on the hijinks because Paul yeah. Rudd is in it, and like the kind of movies that he does, super hijinky. He's like the funny character. Yeah, right? he wasn't that funny. In the, he's like a funny guy. I love Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. I will watch all of his <laughs> movies. Unfortunately, we did. We watched this. And one. We did, but. In this one, they didn't let him be as funny as he usually is. Just the script wasn't... And I don't think it was meant to be funny. I think it was, like, meant to be, like, oh, like, a serious, realistic... But, like, it was boring. Yeah. And it was depressing. Yeah. Christmas is, like, already depressing. Everyone kills themselves at Christmas. Why are you going to make a movie that's, like, also (laughs) depressing? Statistically, that's true. I don't know. Also, the, uh, if you... Go on to Google and you look at the poster for this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like a bright, saturated movie poster. It looks like it's going to be like a fun comedy. Heist. Some hijinks. They're going to steal a Christmas tree. How mm. wacky is How that? How wacky and wild. Um, it's not that. <laughs> they don't even steal the Christmas tree. <laughs> they sell them. They sell them. Sort of. I don't know. It was not at all what I thought it was going to be. Um, it was kind of just, in one word, boring. Mm-hmm. Do you, In three words, boring as hell. <laughs> Do you want me to teach you some Quebecois swear words that'll <gasps> describe this movie and also make up for the boringness of it? Oh, please do. So the one they use a lot in this movie is tabernacle. I don't what know is, what that means. Oh, tabernacle. Tabernacle. And then sacrament is oh. like, god damn it. What about sacre bleu? Sacre bleu. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Sacre bleh. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like a, it's a French expression of surprise, exasperation, or dismay. Well, that's how I feel about this movie. Yeah. So. Sacre bleh. <laughs> <laughs> do y'all like my French accent so much? Oh, do you want to hear some more that they didn't use in the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, these won't be as good as, um, or as useful as, he got the neighbor pregnant? <laughs> Whatever the other one was, but, um... Astide de Colon, which is um, someone, you're talking about someone who's an idiot. Ah, okay. And like, then, that's what you call them. Yeah, I think this one is pronounced, I don't know, en saint we don't care, Cali, 
Calice. Ooh. I don't know. You know, the thing about French that I never liked in school is it could be an eight letter <laughs> word and you pronounce three of those letters yeah. and it's kind of touch and go which three <laughs> like wazel oh my god if you didn't speak french you would never guess how to spell that word or d'oeuvres oh my god hors d'oeuvres <laughs> naiso is that how you sp- say this one i think that means stupid can you tell that we took we d- french for 12 years in school <laughs> <laughs> well technically I took it from four to nine. I took it from four to ten. Oh, I dropped that shit like a <laughs> hot pocket, my dude. Um, let's go back to the other one. Where's that one? Let me. We gotta go back to the ones that we're really good at. Oh, use. our gems, our favorites. In la calice of Wazni et Belon, he had sex with the neighbor oh. and got her pregnant. Oh, the tea. Spill it. Spill it. And, uh, Qu'est-ce que tu fais en hiver de bois? Des beaux yeux de même? What do you do in the winter with those beautiful eyes? Ooh! I don't know, man. I fucking look around. <laughs> Tearing up all the time? Because it's the wind chill? <laughs> what else did I... My guy, I just found out that it's wind chill and not windshield. I thought it was... People talk about, oh, it's going to be so cold, it's going to be negative 10, but it's actually going to be negative 15 because of the windshield. <laughs> I asked my mom about that, like, two weeks ago, and she's like, you mean the wind chill? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think so, I'm talking about the shield. <laughs> um, windshield is the front window of your car. <laughs> That's what your windshield is. Tabernacle. Poisson. 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 Fuck these birds, man. <laughs> That's it. That's the movie, man. You know what, guys? This is a really shitty holiday one. <laughs> you know what? We, uh, we're planning for two holiday movies. Yes. Uh, this, uh, this Christmas. So, <laughs> this, this what now? This is uh, Christmas. Oh, mm-hmm. when you say Christmas like that, it makes my thing work again. <laughs> well, that was like a good French accent. Really? According to me, a non-French person. <laughs> so, uh, that movie sucked. Uh, do you want to hear what the other people, the internet, yeah. thought of this movie? Oh, we're going to try to get a less depressing one for the next Christmas, uh, Christmas yes. movie. Christmas. A film Christmas. Um, oh god. All these French people are gonna come at us <laughs> on our Twitter. It's not gonna be good. I'm sorry, we should have taken French for longer. Yeah, you know, French people are gonna be coming at us, but this isn't French French, it's Quebecois French, which is apparently if you speak Quebecois French yeah. French <laughs> French <laughs> in France, they will not fucking understand you. My dad lived in Quebec for like a couple years when he was in school. And, uh, uh, apparently, like, he, he went to France with his family to, like, try to just go on vacation. Mm. And the French is apparently very different. <laughs> Damn, we have, uh, cause our French has a lot of English words in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, something, something, what did you do on the weekend? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. you say the weekend in <laughs> French here. <laughs> apparently, they don't do that so much, um, there. To be fair, in English, we use a lot of French words. Yeah. Like, uh... Horse d'oeuvres. Horse d'oeuvres. 
entrepreneur. <laughs> Entree. So, our thoughts on the movie? We hated it. Yeah. Let's see what the people on the internet thought of yes. this movie. We have IMDb and Letterbox reviews. So, let's start off with the IMDb. The first review we have is by user Sekade. Second Sekade. Sekade what? <laughs> Sacre bleu. Um, let's try this a different pronunciation. <laughs> Kadaka. How are we spelling this? We spell in that C-E-K-A-D-A-H. Sedaka. Anyway, their tagline oh. is the two Pauls, not the Paul brothers. No, they, no, no. they know how to word it. Yeah. <laughs> they gave it a 5 out of 10. Um, and they said, Paul Giamatti and Paul Rudd, in parentheses, the two Pauls. <laughs> yes. In case you weren't clear. Which Good to clarify. Pauls we were talking about. In the role of two rather inept Canadian Christmas tree salesmen and the quirky characters they encounter while in New York, cannot save this flick from the big yawn category. I mm. like that. Ooh. Why this story doesn't work, I do not know. <laughs> I love some constructive criticism. <laughs> I love just being honest. This movie sucks, but like, I don't know why. <laughs> the right ingredients are there for a lighthearted, funny story, but it just can't bring it all together. Sort of like the two Pauls trying to sell their trees when they set up in New York City. No one really notices them except for a few, and their sales are almost nil. Uh, and that's the movie. When the, <laughs> when the one on parole, Paul Giamatti, mm. turns to his criminal mind to bring in the buyers. This action should have had some humor to it, but his actions come across as desperate and sad. Mm -hmm. And the piano heist at the closing of the story just comes across as unbelievable instead of being wickedly, wickedly sneaky and crafty. The two Pauls should have been able to create a more lighthearted and endearing characters, but sorrowfully for me, that just didn't happen. That's really, first of all, I love the big yawn category. Mm. That's a, a nice way of describing these The big sleep was about Ooh. this movie. <laughs> but that's true. It, you know, from the description, great heist on Christmas. Mm. Two of the love Christmas movies, love heist movies. Love Paul Rudd, love Paul Giamatti. <gasps> but uh, all together, didn't really work. Maybe it was too many good things oh. at once. All Good things must come to an end, as they say in that truck song. <laughs> what? Which one? Oh, good. Hang on. <laughs> oh, that one? <laughs> oh, of course. Ugh. <laughs> any movie? You know how any... any... <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> how about I just listen to truck songs and you say... Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All-Star. Not that one. <laughs> Hallelujah. That one. <laughs> really? I think so. All good things <laughs> come to an end. <laughs> right? I don't... Oh, wait, the one that goes like, flames to dust. <laughs> dust to flames. <laughs> are you sure those are the words? Um, flames to dust. <laughs> You know what? I'm not really sure about anything I say, to be honest. She's <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm looking this up. Oh, okay, well, is it Nelly Furtado? All good things come to an end. Maybe. The lyrics are not flames to dust, dust to flames, flames to dust, lovers to friends. <laughs> I thought it was like a full circle thing. We were talking earlier about um, lyrics 
that we've heard wrong <laughs> in the past. And my sister was listening to this Megan Trainer song, and the lyrics go, um, "My life's a movie, Tom Cruise." <laughs> But whenever she sings it, she sings, "My life's a baby, Tom Cruise." <laughs> Baby Yoda, who move over? <laughs> Baby Tom Cruise, <laughs> like not cool adult rich Tom Cruise. No, no, no. Itty bitty baby Tom Cruise <laughs> before he became famous. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a、uh, the the true Paul. The true <laughs> Paul Cruise. <laughs> Paul Cruise. That's my porn star name. <laughs> How'd you find me out? <laughs> I'm Paul Cruise. <laughs> In twenty、um, one,、uh, I was I was、uh, in the car with my mom. I just told Amy this two minutes ago, but I was in the car with my mom driving somewhere,、um, like last week, and Twenty One Guns came on the radio. And there's this one line that I swear goes, "I'm afraid a polar bear will find me." <laughs> my mom is convinced that that is not the line, but I think I'm right. <laughs> There's this line in Do you know that Down with Webster song, Your Man? Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. this one line and it goes something.、Uh, why don't I take a picture? That's why they call me Cam. And the dude's <laughs> name is Cam who sings that line. But I thought it was something. Take a picture. Call me Cannon. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the camera company. <laughs> I mean,、so、I guess I, that works. I guess it works, but also I just found out his name is Cam, and that's why that line super works.、Oh. Um, yeah, I think it would have worked the other way too. Yeah. Anyway, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> the next review we have is by user Ritera One, who gave it a six out of ten. Their tagline is, "I just didn't buy it." <laughs> Ooh, like those Christmas trees,、Ooh. just didn't buy it. I'm not sure whether she meant that she didn't buy the plot or she didn't physically buy, buy the, the movie. movie. Oh, I hope, <laughs> hope not that. Ooh, if you bought this movie, yikes! I,、uh, my heart goes out to you. Yeah, my heart. Praying for you this、on. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of charming elements to it and a lot of contrived elements. The characters were likable and sympathetic by and large. <laughs> Speaking of a.、Uh, Uh, sayings、uh-huh. that we didn't know. You know how in Wally, <laughs> sure, the company that like making the ship or what the、yeah. company in Wally right, yeah, yeah. is a、uh, by and large ah,、uh, but it's like by or B N L like by N oh, large. Oh, okay.、Uh, people have said that before, like、mm-hmm. oh, by and large, and I always thought that they were referencing Wally. <laughs> Yeah, you've seen、oh. that movie too. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wally. They're like, what? <laughs> um. Anyway, by and large,、mm. um, and acted very well. Well, <laughs>、mm. I was very confused by the Russian girl. Us okay. As well.、mm. Uh, suddenly near the end, she's not a dentist, but is actually a maid? Question mark.、Mm. I guess I missed something. <laughs> and who was she attracted to? Giamatti. <laughs> Giamatti. <laughs>、uh, you know that famous actor, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Or the piano store salesman. Yeah, my、we、question too. too. I had a very big problem with this scenario. I can see buying a product and then reselling it, but the conditions were just too prohibitive. 
I've never <laughs> been to New York, but I really didn't see that they could operate in that one place for weeks on end without mm. police interference. Ah, True. good point. Also, couldn't if like the this is my own thoughts now. <laughs> um, the whole thing at the beginning where they were like, "Oh, this better salesman is across the street from us," uh-huh. just like move down a street. Yeah. Right. Why did they have to be in that shitty area? <laughs> it wasn't good. No. I don't, they were like literally in a dump. Yeah. Anyway, back mm. to the review. Um, uh, uh, police interference. Not to mention that I really don't think the trees in question could last that long either. Ah. Uh. And the launch into the third act, they're criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they just have all that cash out in the open to steal? Ah. Just really dumb. I can't be sympathetic to characters that are dumb. <laughs> Yikes. And finally, the last scene with the piano in the front yard. Cinematic? Sure. Practical? No, no, no. Much easier to set it up in the living room with Giamatti, again, <laughs> looking through the window. That would have been good. Because that's the same, because, like, the beginning of the movie, it starts off. With sort of, him. Looking through the window at uh-huh. his daughter playing fake piano. It would have been <gasps> nice to end it at her... I just got goosebumps <gasps> for real, for Ooh, real. That would have been, been good. Excellent. Those parallels. Oof. Uh, who produced this? Paul Giamatti's wife or something? Paul Giamatti. <laughs> hey, when you call me Paul Giamatti, it makes my thing work again. I think they need to hire uh, Rietera One on IMDb. I think so, too. <laughs> the last review we have here is by user Arnavi Gotswami. 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 <laughs> they also gave it a 6 out of 10, and they said, It's like its name says, always bright for the family. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> well, watched all is bright in Carol's. Oh, okay. Uh, dot dot dot. <laughs> a light but touching drama with occasional ting of digestible <laughs> comedy. Dot dot dot. A ting. <laughs> you know how in a um, dead ting. <laughs> Love Island. <yeah. laughs> dead ting. This is a dead ting. <laughs> I have no clue what that means. Yeah, still. me neither. Dot dot dot. Thanks to its clear plot, the film doesn't get tangled within dot dot dot. Wow. Really also, amping up the suspense with this review. Also, its talented cast executed their job perfectly. Oh. Dot dot dot. Wait, that makes it seem like they didn't. Are they <laughs> the, being sarcastic? My dad does that. I had to, like, teach him texting etiquette because mm. my dad, I'll say something like, um... Uh, Dad, I just, uh, I don't know, I got a job or whatever. And I'll be like, that's great! Dot, dot, dot. Ooh, ominous! Like, Do you, is it not great? <laughs> and he's like, oh no, the dot, dot, dot just means that I, uh, I don't know, I have something else to say or whatever. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> hmm. Like, my dad will do that thing. You know how, like, if Amy texts me something funny, I'll be like, Ha ha ha, that's so funny, <laughs> with like emojis, and maybe that's like a young people thing. Mm. That my dad will send me like lowercase lol, period. <laughs> and I'm like, he's mad at you. Was it? <laughs> my dad will be just completely incomprehensible. Yeah. He'll, he'll say something and then add a bunch of emojis. I don't know what they, they have nothing to do with the thing he said. And he always tells me when like famous people die, yeah. so he'll be like, Owen Wilson's father, dead at 76. And they're like, devil, poop, peach, happy face, sad face, another devil. And I'm like, what does this mean? Trying to decipher, like, okay, he's dead. He's 
bad person, also kind of sexy. That's why the peach is there, but also like a lot of devils. I don't oh my know. God. It's it's fine. He's dead, but I'd hit that. Is that what he's saying? And then I'm like, what does this mean? He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Just in the mood. Yeah. Also, its talented cast executed their job perfectly. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> the story is a little slow in the start. In my opinion, the whole movie is mm. slow. Um, but it gets its pace after 20 minutes. In parentheses, it didn't suck, though. <laughs> hmm. It's a good film. It entertains you, but nothing more. <laughs> well, isn't that the kind of, just the whole point of a film mm-hmm. isn't that just the one to entertain thing? you yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay <laughs> just making sure dot 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 oh i guess it's one of the best christmas themed movie in parentheses although that wasn't the intent of the makers underscore <laughs> i guess <laughs> okay so they liked it but they're super roasting it <laughs> yeah okay um, like my dad yes okay <laughs> <laughs> dot 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 as a family film, it's a must-watch. Oh, my God. Dot, dot, dot. me. <laughs> if you are forever alone, oh, it is still worth a watch in well, capitals. let me just say, <laughs> it's not. As someone in that category. <laughs> yeah, as someone in there, it's not. Dot, dot, dot. But again, all is bright for the family, because oh this kind of film come occasionally, mm. in parentheses, or rarely nowadays. Wow. I have no clue what that meant, but I was very entertained by that. It was very dramatic. Oh my god. Oh, when I watch it, this a film might come occasionally. <laughs> Take a shot at him every time Amy references that. Such a guy. I gotta send it to you later. Um, those were all the IMDb reviews. Now we have a couple reviews from Letterboxd. We have... Three and the first one is by Keith Garrett, who gave it three and a half out of five stars. And it says, Paul Rudd can trim my tree any day of the week. I gotta agree with Keith Garrett on that one. This one is by Sky Hewitt, who gave it three stars. A unique approach to a Christmas movie, but also pretty depressing. Not much of a character arc for anyone involved. Mm, that's true that's true um this last one is by brady who gave it two and a half stars but is all calm though makes you think (laughs) that's good (laughs) and those are our reviews now we gotta get into the goldblum scale oh yeah 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 what we think if you are new to bad movie sunday we rate all the movies that we watch on a scale of bad movies um one being like so bad I could barely finish it. Ten being not that bad for a bad movie. Mm. So, Amy, what, what did you think of this movie? Oh, it was super boring, my dude, and not even Paul Rudd could fix it. And it's supposed to be Christmassy, but it was, like, super depressing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it, like, a one and a half, and those are for Paul Rudd only. Paul Giamatti was pissing me off this whole movie. Oh, Paul yeah. Rudd at least looked cute while he was doing <laughs> yeah. it. He pissed me off, but he had those uh, surprisingly cute earrings on. <laughs> yeah, how can you be mad when he's got the cute earrings and the weird Quebecois accent that was also occasionally Irish? I also gave it a 1.5. Oh, okay. It was uh, very boring, ridiculously slow-paced. Mm-hmm. 
But Paul Rudd was in it, so I gotta give it some marks. Okay, but if you wanna see Paul Rudd being a thief, you gotta watch Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. You gotta watch Ant-Man 2. <laughs> you gotta watch Endgame, but only the parts with Paul Rudd in them. The you rest? Can skip the rest. Fuck the rest, my dudes. Okay, well, I think that's it. I think we're done um, offending French people and people from Quebec and Italian people and uh, Paul Giamatti and (laughs) Christmas in general. Um, So we will wrap this up like a present. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) If you guys have thoughts on this movie, uh, we have an email you can... Tell us your thoughts. You can tell us other depressing Christmas movies to watch. <laughs> um, it's badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter or Letterboxd, and they're both at BMS Podcast. Uh, this has been Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And we will see you next next week. Ooh, bye. For another uh, Christmas movie. And we're going to make my thing work again. <laughs>